Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. everyone welcome to pure gold this week my name is Frank Honus the moment you begin being dishonest and lying to your spouse is the moment you have given up on your marriage this was uh, the primary thought for me this week as I was putting it together the podcast because I wanted to talk about dishonesty we've been in sort of this um, theme lately on the podcast of, of transparency in marriage and how do you how do you talk to your your husband or your wife about your recovery and I want to continue this theme. I want to continue this this kind of conversation on on honesty and and just understanding the incredible incredible importance of of being uh, transparent and being vulnerable and being honest with your spouse. So you know, just just the idea this week that we're talking um, we're talking a little bit about dishonesty and and I share uh, from a recent message actually I, I shared at a church a local church here in Delaware. Um, or actually in, in Federal, or excuse me, in Maryland, um, Federalsburg, Maryland, about my, my former addiction and the lies that I told my wife and what my dishonesty and lying did to my wife. So a uh, little slice out of that message I wanted to share with you guys this week on the podcast. Also talking about dealing with temptation. And and how do we deal? How do we deal with temptations? How do we deal with triggers? Should we be concerned about temptations? What do temptations really mean? What don't they mean? Um, so really important that we understand how to process that when that happens in our recovery. So all that more, uh, some good stuff. Also, uh, just a, a really great scripture that I want to share with you guys later in the podcast, and some implications. Uh, to First John in in the in the book of First John uh, for living in God's pure light. So, uh, what does that mean? And we're going to talk a little bit about that from what the Word says. So, got a lot of good stuff for you this week on the podcast. Hope you guys will enjoy it. Want to also encourage you as well as always to check out our website, which is pflhome.com. Pflhome.com uh, has all of our content, the blog and the podcast. Uh, with all of our contact uh, content, links, resources, uh, articles, all the podcasts, back to episode one when it when we were the Pure Life podcast. So long, long time ago. Um, so all that content and more is available on there at pflhome.com. You can contact us on there if you need help and support in your journey. We would love to be able to be a resource for you. Um, so you can you can touch base with me on there, touch base with my wife if you're a spouse of a struggler, uh, or you can reach out to both of us. We'd love to to uh, encourage you in any way possible. Want to encourage you also, please follow us all over on all social media. We're all over the place: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Would love to uh, encourage you there, and love for, love to interact with you on social media. And of course, you can always contact us through the website, um, through our podcast. Though we really, really appreciate your review. If you uh, listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, you can go on to the iTunes Store and rate and review the podcast. So give us some stars. Tell us what you think about Pure Gold. Tell us what we're doing well, what we're not doing well, what you'd like to hear. We just want to know 
uh, you know, your honest feelings about the podcast. And uh, one last thing on Anchor, which is the uh, actual the service we use to record this podcast, to upload it, Anchor, you can leave us a voice message. So kind of a newer feature. I want to encourage you to check out on Anchor, anchor.fm slash purity for life. If you go to anchor.fm slash purity for life, you can go there on any device. Uh, you can download the app. You can go there on the, you know, your desktop, your phone, and you can leave us a voice message. So we would love to hear from you personally. Um, you can ask, a, ask, ask us a question, um, you know, leave us your feedback, tell us your story. But the bottom line is we just would love to hear from you. So lots of ways to interact with us and to see what's going on with Purity for Life, uh, but primarily through our website, which is pflhome.com. So I hope you guys will enjoy this podcast this week. I hope it's a benefit and encouragement to you, um, you know, maybe where you're at right now in your marriage, maybe... Maybe it's hard to tell the truth. Maybe it's hard to be honest and to be transparent because you're afraid of how the other person might react, whether the you as, as the man, if you're a struggler, or if, you know, if, you, wife, if you're the wife of, a, of uh, you know, your, your spouse, and um, you know, husbands or wives, whoever the struggler is, you're afraid of the other person's reaction uh, or their response. You just honesty is not what comes natural for you guys. I really feel like this is the podcast for you guys to listen to and to, uh, to make sure you check out. So enjoy the podcast. Galatians two, excuse me, Galatians chapter two, verse 20 says this in the passion translation. It says my old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives for the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of his new life is no longer mine for the anointed one lives in his lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. My old identity at first grade, my old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. Pastor Ray shared a little bit earlier about our ministry, Purity for Life. Our ministry was birthed out of my story. So at the age of 13, I uh, I exposed myself for the very first time to a pornographic video. Very first time in my life at the age of 12 or 13. Found a video, right? A pornographic video. I had no idea what I was watching, right? But I just knew that something, I knew something was off. I knew something was wrong. At the same time, I was hooked as a young 13-year-old man. What I found, I was like, whoa, this is like, I have no idea what to do with this. What does a 13-year-old mind do with those kind of images, right? And those kind of, that kind of video. And what I didn't know at that point is at the age of 13, that Exposure would develop into a 13-year addiction. Would develop into, you know, internet pornography and hiding and all kinds of other sexual sins and sexual, uh, you know, problems. And, and so I had no idea what to do. So at the age of 16, right, my family and I, we, we started visiting a church. And I actually uh, visited a youth group. 
And I gave my life to the Lord. I got saved. I gave, gave my life to Jesus. I asked him to come into my life. And what I felt like, God came in and forgave me of my sins. And I felt like I surrendered my life to him. Except I didn't surrender the whole house. Right? I surrendered like half of the house. I surrendered like most of the rooms. But not all of the rooms of my, of my heart. And so I, I asked Jesus to come into my life. But I was still living this double life, this, this secret life of addiction and, and struggle of, of you know, living as, as, a, as a 16-year-old who's, who's looking at, at pornography every night, just struggling and, and uh, feeling pain, feeling shame, feeling guilt over the things I was seeing, but not having any idea what to do. Not having any idea who to talk to. Thinking that if I talked to anyone about my struggles, that if I talked to anyone about what I was walking through, that, I, that they would look at me and say, like, you're weird. There's something wrong with you. Or thinking that somebody would think I'm gross or disgusting. Or, like, just having so much shame. Having, having so much guilt as a, as a 16-year-old. And then going all the way through, through as a young adult, through college, right? Through, through Bible college, right? Through ministry. As a youth pastor, 13 years I struggled with this secret life. And I had no idea what to do. But I'm thankful um, that in 2009, which ironically was also the, the year that, uh, that I married my wife, Tracy, that I began to walk into complete and full recovery and freedom from sexual, from pornography addiction. And I began to, I found, I found myself, I'll just share with you guys a little bit of time, hopefully. Um, I remember there was a moment where my wife and I were approaching uh, the wedding. And um, I tell this story a lot because this was a story. This was a moment of brokenness for me, because I feel like every man, every person, when they're bound in addiction, the only way they come to freedom is when they come to a broken, rock bottom place, where God says, "Okay, listen, you're really messing your life up right now." Okay, and now for me, I was beginning to really, really hurt my wife. I mean, she was devastated because I would lie to her. I would justify things. I would minimize things I would do. I wouldn't tell her the complete truth, right? If you've ever struggled with addiction or know someone who struggles with addiction, addicts are liars. Okay? We just are. We're just, just, you know, addicts are lies. Addicts lie really well. And I remember one time something happened and, and my wife was just devastated as she was time and time and time and time before. And I remember her taking her engagement ring off and putting it on the table and sliding across the table. And saying to me, I mean, just tears streaming, devastated, I can't do this. I will not marry you. I will not marry someone who lies. I will not marry someone who is more in love with these images and, these, and the things that you see and fantasize about versus me. I won't compete with it. And the, you know what the reality was? She didn't have to. She had every right to walk away. And to live a full and complete life without having to be married to someone who dealt with this. She had every right to be angry. She had every right to be devastated. Every right. And yet, by the grace of God. The grace of God. That God literally speaks through moments like that. He spoke and there was something inside. I mean, I don't know what it was. It's just something inside that said, okay, I'm not only messed up and sick. And I mean, and when I say sick, I don't mean in a derogatory way. I mean, I mean, I wasn't well. I wasn't healthy. God said, you are, you're not healthy. And now you're making someone else unhealthy. 
Now you're hurting someone else. You're going to ruin someone else's life. You're getting, ready to destroy, you're getting ready to marry this person, and you're getting ready to bring this addiction into your marriage and destroy her. And something broke. Something broke at that moment. And I began, it was like, like throwing everything I could. I, I've never had so much passion and energy to like want to beat something, not by my own strength, but by like this conviction that came over me. I mean, I just began to walk into a process of recovery. It wasn't a magic formula by any stretch because 10 years, 11 years into it now, um, there are still things that I'm working through and walking through, but by opening my life, right, by being honest and open, okay, letting people come in and say, hey, how's your heart? How's your mind? You know, becoming a part of a group, putting software on all my devices. I mean, there's lots and lots of things there, lots of parts. But it was a process of recovery I began to walk into. And it was not and is not, I say that, was not and is not easy. Okay? I don't have a ton of time to go into like a seminar here. But wives, your men are, your husbands are at war. And they're fighting. And they're in a battle. And that's not permission at all. I'm not giving permission. I just want you to know that, that uh, male brains are in a fight. Male brains are in a battle, okay? And so pray for your husbands. Husbands, pray for your wives' hearts. And if there's something that needs to be said today, if there's something you need to share with her that you're covering up, man, I just want to encourage you to, to, to be honest. Because the greatest killer, I don't know why I'm going way, I'm sorry, Pastor Ray, but I'm going to, this is way off, this is way off my notes. Um, the greatest killer of your marriage will be this dishonesty and lies. Lies will destroy your marriage. It almost destroyed mine if I hadn't have realized how much I was screwing my life up. And I thank God that I did. And that's not to say that our marriage is perfect because it's not. Okay, we still have things we have. To, I still have a, a million, a gazillion things in my own life, you know, recovery aside that I'm still working on as a husband. Okay, all kinds of stuff. But I thank God that that part is in check this morning. And, um, and that there's complete and total transparency and honesty there now. That she can ask me, how's your heart? How's your mind this week? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And I could say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm dealing with. You know, I mean, I can just, I can, I don't have anything to hide. There's no place I don't need to hide anymore. And so in our daily life, we have to die to ourselves. The Bible says that my old identity was co, has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. So in our daily life, we have to die to ourselves. The ironic thing, too, is that not only do we die to ourselves every day, you and I have resurrection power inside of us. At the same time that we die to ourselves, we live our lives through Jesus and his power. It's not, by through, it's not through my power alone. That as, this, as I walk in recovery each day, I don't do it by, uh, we call it in, in recovery, white knuckle change. Right? I don't have to walk in, I don't have to grit and bear and, and you know, I can do this. I mean, there's certain, you have to flex your muscles and you have to put, you know, blood, sweat and tears in your recovery. But you don't do it by your strength alone. You do it through resurrection power. And that is the design for us this morning. That is the design for us. God has designed us to live a life where we die daily 
but we also live with his resurrection power. First John 1 John 1.7, the Passion Translation. But if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds him, we share unbroken fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, continually cleanses us from all sin. Recently, I was reminded of the power of this specific verse in 1 John. There's a massive, quote, if-then statement here that is especially significant for those walking in recovery, too. God's promises are powerful, and this is one of those mighty promises. For this particular word, I think it's helpful to look at it in reverse. The blood of Jesus, God's Son, continually cleanses us from all sin, and we will share unbroken fellowship with one another. How does this happen? By reading this passage in reverse, we can see that the then really hinges on the if, if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds him. Honesty precedes freedom. Openness occurs before healing. Transparency happens before restoration. Why must it be this way? Because God cannot give us true freedom, healing, and restoration in our lives until we're ready to live in such a way where everything is exposed to the light, where nothing is hidden, where no secrets exist. I love how the Passion Translation uses the word unbroken before the word fellowship. If we commit to a lifestyle of complete honesty, people can see through us and our relationship with God and others will be authentic and unbroken. We cannot expect from God and yet be unwilling to give, to surrender, to give up, to open up, and to be real, and to walk in truth, which is walking in His light. Brian Simmons says it this way in the Passion Translation. Freedom from sin, which is mentioned 17 times in 1 John, is equated to walking in the pure light of God, not simply a fleshly struggle, but a desire to walk in fellowship with God in His light. May our commitment this week be that God's pure light shines on everything within our lives, producing within us a desire to know and be known by our brothers and sisters in Christ. It really is the only way to live. Really quickly, we just wanted to say thank you for listening to Pure Gold. Uh, We hear a lot of feedback regarding the podcast about how many people are helped from the content that we share, and we're so excited that we get to do that. And we want to, again, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for visiting Purity for Life and the website. We hope that all the content made available there has been a blessing for you. But we want to ask you for your support. We want to ask you uh, to consider giving to Purity for Life and the Pure Gold podcast. And there's an incredibly easy way that you can do that. If you go on to anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support. There's three easy ways, three different tiers that you can give financially to the podcast. Um, You can either do a one month contribution if you'd like, 
or you can certainly do um, a monthly contribution. And again, there's three different tiers that you can pick from. Any and all contributions are certainly appreciated. Um, there is a certain level of, of commitment and work that goes into creating this content and this podcast, and we love to do it. Uh, we love to share it with you, but it definitely uh, takes uh, takes time and effort to put in, and sometimes that's time uh, you know time away from family and time on the road. And so uh, we just we really need your support, and we'd really appreciate any kind of support you could give. Again, it's Anchor.fm slash purity for life slash support for more information there where you can give to the podcast and i hope you certainly will we would love to continue putting out content to help you on your journey uh, towards sexual freedom and sexual integrity thanks so much i think it's worth pointing out and remembering for us that temptation is not sin there is a really confusing message i think that sometimes comes up within the church that If you're being tempted or you have temptations in your life, then you're probably in sin. And that is one of the most destructive and confusing messages out there. And the reality is that temptations don't become sin unless we agree with them. And so the idea of agreeing with them is that we act out on our temptations or we um, position ourselves in harm's way. But the reality is that we, is that temptations are not sin. What does Hebrews 4.15 say? For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Temptation is not sin unless you agree with it. Alright, well I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. I know that um, the longer I've walked in recovery and uh, this, you know, journey, been on this journey with my wife, the more I've just realized how important honesty is in our relationship. You know, that I can, I can literally tell my wife anything. I know that we've, we, uh, I'm at a place of health and integrity where I'm not sneaking around like I used to and my wife can trust me and she can ask me anything. It's a very difficult um, process sometimes to get there and get to that place. Uh, but we want to encourage you to uh, really do that. And if you need help with doing that, like I said, make sure you, you contact us. Check us out online at pflhome.com. That is Purity for Life, uh, Frank and Tracy Honus. And we are, are just so, so honored and, uh, and humbled to be able to help so many people. And uh, for the podcast and the, you know, the blog to, to be out there as a resource. So praying God's best for you, praying God's blessing over your life, over your marriage, over your family this week. Thanks so much for listening. This is Frank Honus wishing you blessings on your purity journey. Thanks for listening to Pure Gold, our weekly podcast from Purity for Life. Don't forget to visit our website for additional content, including our entire podcast archive, articles, links, and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity. All this and more can be found at pflhome.com. Also, follow us on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to hear from you.